I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. And a very happy Valentine's Day to everybody listening, tuning in right now, whether you're on Facebook or the radio app or the radio station, WVFV, Voice for Victory. I was just thinking about the name of the station and what that means for us today. Uh, we need to be a voice for victory in this world. There's a lot of defeat. There's a lot of discouragement. Uh, but if we could bring some victory to somebody else's life through the life-changing message of the gospel, that would be enough right there. We could just pack it up and go home. And I'm so thankful for the, for the message that the radio station gives out. And I'm thankful for this broadcast today. My name is David Russ. I'm filling in for Pastor Coburn at today. And I know you all probably miss him and want to hear him back. And I'm sorry you have to hear me, especially here on Valentine's Day. So I don't want to ruin the mood for anybody, uh, but I sure am glad to be with you today. It's an exciting day. Brother Nathan over here on the controls. I appreciate uh, his help with everything to get the broadcast up and running today. And it's been a wonderful day in chapels over at uh, Victory Christian Academy. Academy. And I say that every week, but I mean it. It's just an incredible uh, boost of energy and of, of encouragement to hear the young people sing. And my, they were singing great today. I wish I had it on video camera. I wish we could just kind of transport the listeners there. Uh, but they do a tremendous job. They sing their hearts out and then they listen diligently as the messages are preached. It's a break from the normal classes, but it's a good thing. And I like if all the adults had chapel every week, that'd be pretty good. You know what you could do if you don't have chapel? You could be at church tonight. Uh, that would be a good thing to do. Let's all be in our place tonight. Whether you go to a different church or you go to Victory, uh, be in your spot. Seven o'clock tonight. And of course, we've got the teens on target. Uh, we've got the master clubs. We've got some discipleship going on if you're interested in that. And then the preaching of God's word in the main service. And uh, we're excited about what God is doing here. The year is already progressing, of course, here in the middle of this month. Uh, but God has already been so good to us. We are looking forward to next week, uh, which is the Winter Revival. Uh, you don't want to miss out on that. Uh, Pastor Gravely will be here. The Reigns family will be singing two nights, and it's going to be a special, special time, the 19th and the 20th, 7 o'clock each night. Don't miss out, and let's, let's be here. Uh, we've been focusing on this thought of having revival in our Sunday school class, the Foundations Bible class on Sundays that meets at 10 o'clock, but there's two prerequisites for revival if the Lord will, will be gracious enough to bring it, and that is humility and that is holiness. And let's get those things started before the revival starts. Uh, let's get as much of it out of we, as we can. Uh, let's not be going to the altar the night one and saying, I got to get right with all these things. Let's experience the joy of the Lord. And let's experience uh, just another level of knowing who the Lord is. That's what revival is all about. Uh, I need it, and I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be an awesome, awesome, awesome uh, event. So don't miss out on Revival. I see a couple other announcements here. One of those is the ladies' meeting. And the ladies and teens, girl, the girls, the date has been changed to Saturday, May the 4th. And Mrs. Jojo Moffat, and she has been encouraging ladies probably for decades now, and uh, just an, in an incredible Christian, an incredible lady, and she'll do a wonderful job. So ladies, get signed up for that, and we hope that you will. Well, today, a great anniversary on Valentine's Day to Brother Chuck and Miss Tanya Hasty. 
and appreciate their testimony and their stand and all that they do in our community, but in our church as well. So happy anniversary to you, and then happy birthday today to Miss Katie Pinello. Miss Katie's a wonderful uh, young lady, of course, her dad, Brother Jake, and her mom, Miss Kelly. Wonderful people. We've got two great brothers as well, but we're happy for her having her birthday today. Well, we're glad you've joined us. We're going to jump to a song right now. Uh, the Rochester family is going to sing for us, Love Down Deep. You enjoy it as they sing. We'll be right back with the Bible study after this. Today we'll be in our, in our Bibles in 1 Corinthians 13, and uh, of course if you know anything about this chapter, it does talk a lot about love, and today being Valentine's Day, uh, we'll speak about this. I spoke briefly about this in elementary chapel from the same passage. I think we'll see some additional things here today, uh, but it is Valentine's Day, and I'm thankful for those that I love that are special in my life, and I'm thankful uh, for a church family that I love as well, 
And God has been so good to us, has He not? And I hope you make those that you love feel special today. And even though it's just one day out of the year, we can do that all year round. And I know that you know that, uh, but it's something that we ought to endeavor to do. 1 Corinthians 13, Paul is writing to this church, and they had a lot of issues with their love and their affections, uh, what they appreciated, what they put emphasis and priority on. And he goes through this whole chapter, and he speaks a lot about charity, which we know the word charity is the same word as love. And he goes, the greatest of all these things is charity. It's, it's the first fruit of the Spirit, for the fruit of the Spirit is love. And I'm thankful for the love that God has given us. For God so loved the world. How much did He love us? Well, He loved us enough to send His only begotten Son to die on an old rugged cross so that we could have a home in heaven one day. Uh, there's no love like that love, my friend. The Bible says that there's no greater love than that a man lay down his life for his friend. And that's what Jesus Christ did for us on the cross. Never lose the wonder of what the Lord did for you and He did for me on the cross of Calvary. It's an incredible, incredible event. And we don't want to minimize it. We don't want to forget it. We want to remember it every single day. And we want to make sure that we, in turn, love Him. We love Him because He first loved us. Aren't you thankful for the love of God today? 1 Corinthians 13, Though I speak with the tongues of men, and of angels, and have not charity, I am become a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and knowledge, and all knowledge, and though I have all faith, so that I could remove mountains, and have not charity, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, and have not charity, it profiteth me nothing. He's speaking here about all the different good things you could have, but if you don't have love that's included, it's of no effect. I see firstly this morning the power of love. The power of love, what it can do. Uh, love, the Bible says, love it covereth a multitude of sins. Things that have been done to you or things that have been done to me. How can I truly forgive somebody? Well, I have to look at the love that Jesus Christ gave me on the cross and now that I have received it freely, though I owed him so much, he commended his love toward us. Though God has given me so much, it's only fair, it's only right that I'd be willing to forgive somebody else. And love is what can do that. If I'm truly filled with the Spirit, if you're filled with the Spirit today, you will have love in your life. I think about that story about the man who spent much of World War II in a Japanese uh, prisoner of war camp. He was treated terribly, treated awfully. Uh, he was rescued, of course, as a prisoner of war, taken back. And then some years later, there was a, 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 a reunion at that spot uh, with a lot of the men that were held in that captivity and their, 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 their bodies had been just wrecked and just horrible. And they got to meet some of the men that held them captive. I think about the story about that man. He met that man that was his, that was his captor, that was his warden, uh, that really caused so much pain to, be caused, uh, to happen to him. That man was in tears, uh, very sorry and, and very remorseful for all that he had done. But the man that was held prisoner had become a Christian. He had accepted Christ, and he forgave that man who had done so much to him. That's the power of love today. On the old rugged cross, the Lord showed so much love to you and to me. Not only is there a power in love, but I see secondly, there is a powerlessness, a lack of power for those who serve the Lord without His love. You see, service is great, and we should all find a place of service. I hope you have one. I hope you'll find one. I hope you'll add to it. But if you do it just to serve, but you don't have the love of the Lord included, the Bible says it's of no effect. It's, it's though you have nothing. You can, number one, you can speak without love in your, in, in your service. You can speak without it. He said, though I speak with the tongue of men and of angels, you can have the nicest sounding words, but if there's no love behind it, 
He goes, you have nothing. You're as a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. Not only can you speak without love, you can do spiritual service without love. He said, I, I, if I have the gift of prophecy and understanding all mysteries, I know and knowledge, and if I have faith, I can remove mountains. But without love, without charity, it's nothing. Don't, don't fall into that trap or, that, or that, that bad habit of just doing your duty without having love included. Remember who you're doing it for. It's not for those people. It's for the Lord Jesus Christ. Thirdly, in the, this powerlessness, this lack of power, you could even sacrifice yourself without love. He said, verse number three, and though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned and have not charity, it profiteth me nothing. Beware, be careful of sacrificing without love. I know that every sacrifice is different, friend. I know that what you can give or what I can give may be different, but we can all give of ourselves. The reason we do that is because the Lord first loved us. There is a power of love. There's a lack of power or powerlessness of service without love. Then it gives the practical effects of love. It talks about suffering long and envying not and vaunting not that yourself of and behaving yourself unseemly and not provoked and not being irritable, uh, rejoicing not in iniquity, but rejoicing in truth. It goes through all of these different things that will be evidence or a lack of evidence of somebody who has Christ's love. Those are, those are the practical effects of love in our life. But at the end of the chapter, at the end of our verses here, there is a promise of love. And that promise is that it's permanent. God's love doesn't end when I continue to sin. His love is everlasting. I'm thankful for that today. Oh, what a God we serve. Oh, what a Savior we have today. There is a promise of permanence. It's not going to, it's not going to fade. Um, it's, it's easy to love somebody uh, for a while, but when that person transgresses and does something to you, oftentimes that love diminishes. They say, well, I can't really give of myself. They keep doing the same thing over and over. What did Peter ask the Lord? He said, Lord, how many times should I forgive my brother? Seven times? Seven, uh, seven times seven? And the Lord said, no, 70 times seven. Don't, don't even keep track. Don't even keep track. Don't, don't have a list of the wrong things people have done to you because the Lord doesn't do that for us. Verse number nine for we know in part and we prophesy in part, but when that which is perfect is come and that which is in part shall be done away. Verse number 11, when I was a child, I spake as a child, I understood as a child, and though I became as I thought as a child, but when I became a man, I put away childish things. Putting away this kind of love that fades, this kind of love that is dependent on what people can do for you or what people have done to you. He said, for now, we don't understand it all. We see through a glass darkly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then shall I know even as I, am, as I am known. And now abideth, here's the promise, faith, hope, and charity, these three, but the greatest of these is charity. What a day to remember the love of the Lord today. As I love people around me, let me not forget, let you not forget the love that Jesus Christ has given to us. It's a wonderful day today. Looking forward to seeing many of you in church tonight. We're going to close out today. Thank you for tuning in to the Winning Side broadcast. Have a wonderful day. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.